All right, welcome into the New Balance Winner's Circle. Mike Cation joined by, for the first time, Mitchell Kruger. Um, you were incredibly composed down the stretch in that third set. Uh, I know that second break was huge just to give you just a little bit of space. Um, but talk about these last this last 30 minutes that you've had. So many friends, so many family uh, that you get to celebrate with. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Like, taking pictures with so many people, everyone I've grown up knowing since I was, I mean, I started training here when I was like 10. So it's people that I've seen, you know, at that point every day for about eight years, mm -hmm. you know, but like, like they said in the uh, trophy presentation, I was a ball kid for so many years. You know, I played qualies once I, you know, was able to play at a decent level mm -hmm. when I was younger and obviously moved away from Dallas after I turned pro, but always had a soft spot for this tournament and I mean you couldn't have written it up any better to win my first challenger here we'll get we'll get to the match itself in a second but it, you actually spent a couple years going away from this tournament you went to Australia and I know kind of the nerves of just having to play in front of so many people were tough for you and that actually showed in a couple matches this this week as well yeah I mean I think for me for the longest time I wasn't as comfortable playing indoors mm. so that was the main reason behind it you know, it's this time of year is tricky when you're ranked. You know, at that stage, I was probably ranked 300 to 350 to 250. You mm -hmm. know, of of you know, do I want to play two tournaments in Australia outdoors or come and play this one at home indoors? You know, and I I had decent results indoors. I never obviously had consistent results mm -hmm. indoors, and especially on like fast indoors. You know, I'd always struggled a little bit and. I, and you know I've always wanted to play the tournament but I, I felt like it was the better thing for me to not play and to yeah. play a couple in Australia a few years and then you know after I think it was what 2017 yeah. where I lost in, lost to Noah in the final oh, okay uh, 20, 20 I don't 2016 and 2017 I played the challenger in Australia instead yeah. of playing here and made the finals got smoked by Noah right <laughs> Which, funny, I was actually thinking that before the match show. I was like, wow, this was my last final. I won one game, and I was like, oh, God, why did I think of this right now? But, uh, I, you know, whatever, to forget about that. But, uh, yeah, it's – I've made a lot of changes this off season. Yeah. New racket, completely changed the grip on my forehand. You know, after Australia, I, I, I actually – before Australia, but – it wasn't full time until basically mm. this last week. I moved back to Dallas and started working with my coach again. Growing up, Dave Licker and the whole team of guys he's got over at the lakes, 20 minutes north of here. And yeah, I mean, I think this this is validation for me of thinking, you know, I think I made the right decision personally for my career and my well-being to kind of go out on my own and out from under the wing of USTA you know not in a bad not in a bad way at all like I'm so thankful for everything they've done for me since I turned pro you know it's just I felt like it was time to kind of take some ownership and and you know make the leap and you know I've seen it with so many other guys that you know go private with whoever and you know it's take the financial burden that it could be and you know just trust that you do the right things and the results will speak for themselves and I think 
I mean, I've always done, I feel like, the most of the right things mm-hmm. as far as training and all that. So that, you know, was a little easier for me, but it was, it was took a lot of back and forths to really just decide to make the leap. And I think this feeling right now is exactly what I was searching for. Well, uh, you mentioned your forehand, the change of the grip. Um, that's always been the knock. If, if on those pressure points and those tight moments, you, you were going to get attacked on that forehand wing. Uh, I thought you held up really well today. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? No, I mean, I think outside of the first maybe 20 minutes of the match, that was, you know, still kind of finding my ground. And mm-hmm. Mackie came out firing, was putting a lot of pressure on me. And, you know, I, once I got my teeth into the match a little bit, I definitely raised my level. I thought my forehand was as good as it's ever been, honestly. You know, uh, I feel like in the past, you know, guys always pick that side to break down, and, you know, it's not breaking down like it used to. And I'm getting to the point where, you know, I'm playing a lot more aggressive with it and offensive with it, and it's a lot of times it's becoming a weapon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I can pair that weapon with my backhand and then when I'm serving well, <laughs> I'd like to think it's it can be tough to beat me if all those things are going in the right direction. But, yeah, I mean, it was... If, if you could have seen what the practices we were doing... Mm. I, so I was still in Orlando for the off-season. Yeah. Literally doing hand feeds for three hours a day for a week and a half. Mm. Not doing anything else, just forehand 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 new like new grip new yeah. grip just feel the new grip feel the new grip and slowly progress to points or not even points to live ball yeah and then slowly progress to like live ball baseline points and honestly going into orlando you know, before australia yeah. i wasn't as i wasn't 100 percent ready to play i don't feel like you know as far as with the new racket and with the new grip and yeah. all that but I felt like it was important for me to throw myself out there and you know see how everything holds up and you know I lost to Kozlov in a tight match who you know he's everyone knows Koz can play you know yeah. he's, he's a good player and it actually gave me a lot of confidence losing that match because there were so many good shots and good moments that I took with me straight to Australia that next day and then you know, Here we are. My career, yeah, I mean, <laughs> had one of the biggest moments of my career in Australia. Right. <laughs> Straight afterward, like, it was amazing to me how much better I felt a week later, a week mm-hmm. and a half later playing Djokovic than I was a week and a half before in Orlando for the Challenger. It's just crazy. And then every week it's been progressively better and better. And I, I think... I, it seems to me like you might be downplaying this. Like it, for me to think about the fact that you're having to just do hours of hand feeding, no, like, like that's a massive change that you're you're having to make in in no, just a span I, of what a month. Yeah, I mean we we decided to really make the change. Me and DT, yeah. I'm saying it's uh, really like the second week or like late in the first week. So it was, hmm. you know, I knew I had about three three and a half weeks to really. <laughs> really get this down as best as I could. And uh, you can ask anyone that was in Orlando for the off season. I had so many people were telling me like, dude, you've been hitting like thousand forehands a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, like no movement, literally just step, hit, step, mm-hmm. hit, basically starting from scratch, you know? And, and I, I could tell 
just the feeling of the ball coming off the racket and the the sight of the ball, you know, going through the court. Yeah. I knew I was on to something and then the biggest thing was just trusting it, you know, that was the big thing that DT and Dave we talked about a lot was, you know, just trust in your mindset with the forehand and it will, you know, it will make a world of difference if you just keep sticking with it. Don't think about going back to your old grip, playing the old way. It'll open up a lot more doors. And I, I've always done a, I think a, a good job of having that kind of mentality, even towards my entire career of, you know, just keep going, keep going, keep going, and things will happen. And it's definitely trending in the right direction. <laughs> there's, Wait. there's still some work I can do, but I mean, like I said before, this is all the validation I needed. And obviously with, with your parents in tow um, and, and your mom's been teaching, your dad's an official, uh, and I know they're, they're very strong uh, parents in, in terms of you know the, their, their love for you, their passion to see you yeah. succeed. And that's it's a double-edged sword sometimes. Um, but, but what does it mean to have that moment with, you, with your parents? And I saw your mom like going to get, she asked me for a Sharpie so she could make <laughs> yeah. sure everybody got an autograph from you. Um, but what, what does that mean right now? And not only that, also Jeannie being here, you guys have moved together yeah, here to Dallas. That, those, those three, what does it mean to have them be able to experience it with you? I mean, it means the world to me and to everyone that it was here in front of both my parents, my sister, Jeannie, my, my grandpa, you know, mm. my my sister's husband like had his family here like it was you know incredible and you know pair with that all you know Dave and all the guys that are part of my team now that live minutes from here so it was you know everything came together perfectly and yeah I mean it was I would like to think maybe if I'd won anywhere else or maybe in my other two finals, you know, it would still feel the same, but definitely there's no denying that, I mean, this is probably the best best case scenario yeah. for winning my first challenger. Well, two last questions here because I want to make sure you do celebrate, um, but it, it's... This is often tough for a lot of players. They get their first title, and then the next couple of weeks they kind of get lost, maybe expect things to happen. How do you fight that off? I mean, I think for me personally, like, I'm late to winning my first challenger, you know, like, I feel like I'm one of the few guys that people have been like, oh, like how has he not won a challenger yet, maybe, or, you know, maybe they know I have the game to do it, and I just never put the whole week together, and, I mean, honestly, I think right now with all the changes I've made, and seeing my game, not even this tournament, Newport, the level in Newport, the level in Australia, I mean, I can't even compare it to how I've felt on the court in years past. Even even when I have won tournaments playing at a good level like this, I really, really think that these were all the right changes. And I mean, for me, I'm, I'm excited going into, hopefully I get into Delray Qualies next mm -hmm. and obviously Indian Wells Challenger and hopefully now Indian Wells where I've played well in the past and did well last year and I've always done well in bigger tournaments against bigger players that also you know could play into how I've never won a challenger you know I've, yeah. a lot of times I've played at my level unintentionally you know it's just naturally I fall 
fall down a level if I'm playing. You know, I've played Del Potro. It was a tight match. You know, I raised my level. I played yeah. Djokovic. It was a tight match. You know, I raised my level. So I, that, those helped me prove to myself that I can compete with anyone on any stage. You know, if I can compete at a high level against the number one player in the world on a packed Rod Laver arena, right? Like this, this is you know should in theoretically be nothing. You know, be a piece of cake, but. I think I've handled the high of that to, you know, maintaining a level really well so far this year. And I definitely, I'm excited going into hopefully, you know, Delray Quali's ATP to a big challenge to another ATP. But I'm excited to keep my level high and hopefully make some big results. Well, as we let you go, um, your dad has been hounding me uh, to go to Pecan Lodge uh, for some barbecue. It's a little bit too close to the city. I've got some things I've got to get taken care of tonight. Um, but but how is the Kruger family, uh, the extended family here, how are you guys going to celebrate tonight, um, considering you do have a couple of days to, to recover heading towards Delray Beach? That is a great question. I have not thought about it yet, but it will definitely be a lot of fun. And, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I'm just super excited. So it's got a lot to look forward to i think in the coming months tonight tomorrow next week you know i'm excited well you've come a, a long way since we we hung out in uh tallahassee the roof uh, me it was me you and bjorn i i still have that memory 2014 and we were just kind of we were shooting the shit and just it's just like mitch is a really quiet quiet cool yeah. cool guy and it's uh it's i feel like a proud father myself seeing <laughs> seeing this development for you so congratulations well earned Thanks. All right, so that's going to do it for the New Balance Winner's Circle, Mitchell Kruger. Here in Dallas, more coming up in April on the USTA Pro Circuit.